Intimacy. It's a word that often gets used when you hear people talking about podcasts and why they love podcasts. Mm -hmm. And they say, I really like the intimacy of it. And they're usually talking about it when they compare it to other media. Um, right. But in particular, video. And uh, I was just reflecting on that word and thinking, how does it apply in a sort of business sense? It's easy to imagine when you're curled up listening to a, an episode of Serial or conversation between two comedians that you really like or something like that you're really mm -hmm. getting close to them and you want to connect with those people or feel involved in the story so is it is it a, a word that's also relevant in a business sense absolutely yes so all good stories provide that level of intimacy and all of these good story structures can of course be applied to a business setting whether it's a very gossipy story that someone has behaved very badly, or it's a story where a very important but hard lesson was learned because of the way things turned out, or if it was a story where there was a real unexpected challenge that was overcome and creativity was required to overcome it, these are, these are very classic story lines over history, and they certainly do because they're so classic, they apply to business. So, so we tell ourselves these stories all the time. And a well-crafted story that's recorded through a podcast provides that level of intimacy. Yeah, I think another aspect of the, the intimacy thing, I mean, I think for some people, it's, it, it's rather, they find it a rather odd word, and they think in a business setting. And uh, I, I think you need to get away from the, uh, dwelling too much on that. Because one of the things I think it does say when we talk about it being a more intimate form of uh, and communication medium is it actually is a very good way of removing some of the formality of leadership communications, which can sometimes be a bit stiff, maybe even pompous. And I think if you go for a good interview style and you capture just the audio, and because of the fact that you can you can edit the audio to make sure that you allow somebody to spend time crafting how they want to speak or using the best bits of how they've, they've expressed themselves, you, you can get a, a really coherent, cohesive, but relaxed form of communication. I think the audio stuff seems to lend itself much more to allowing the interviewees in particular to relax and for you to hear them in their the true form, if you like, and present their true selves, not masked by some tension or awkwardness that might be created by nerves or a sense of occasion or a sense of a, a need for formality, which some other kinds of personal communications can can give. So it's it's that debunking of the pompous, uh, which I think is also a very useful and attractive and and helpful feature. I completely agree, and so there is a place for the formal you know, the, the formal announcements from the business. But there's also a place for these informal discussions where stories are told and where subtle concepts are discussed, where the real wisdom is placed. And sometimes that's the point that you really want to share with your audience. Mm. And it's too subtle to just put into well when this situation occurs we need to do x yeah yeah and so 
that subtleness, that that wisdom, that cutting edge wisdom seems to be matched when you're right at that point with a level of engagement that needs to be less formal mm. for some reason. It's it's more collaboration than it is just informing somebody of the conclusion or the information or or what have you. Yeah. You know, they're done in working groups, they're done in one-on-one conversations, they're done through stories, they could be done at the bar or in the coffee shop or at dinner and the podcast is a very nice match for that to capture it in that moment and then distribute it widely. Yeah. 